The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Money is an awesome thing if you know how to handle it, the joy it brings. Welcome to Straight Talk, Clear Decisions with Rick Saylor and co-host Eric Hamburg. As an investor, you should know what you're buying and what you're really holding. We'll demystify investing and lay it all out for you in easy-to-understand terms. Now, here's Rick and Eric. Rick Saylor, smooth financial sailing for the best part of your life. Well, I'm Rick. And I'm Eric. And we are your transparent wealth management hosts. Welcome to the show. Well, Eric, it's a new year. I know this is the second show into the new year, but I can't believe 2014 is behind us. It's in the rearview mirror. Um, you know, it's just, I, I can't believe that it's gone already. Yeah, the uh, my 30th birthday, believe it or not, came up a little quickly on me. I didn't think I was turning 30 last year and <laughs> turned 30, and now I'm on my way to 31. So it was a, it was a quite a quick year. Well, you know what? Most of our clients say, you know, they're glad uh, every every day on the blade side of the grass is a good day. That's right. Seeing the so green side every you're, day. You're counting. You're still counting birthdays because I don't know anybody in the cemetery is counting birthdays. Nope. So, uh, you know, this is always an interesting time of year because as we, we kind of take a look back, you know, reflecting on what previously occurred in the year. Um, we look at our, you know, our, our what do I want to say, our good decisions, our not so good decisions, you know, our successes, our failures. And I think it's a good time to reflect uh, because otherwise, if you keep doing the same things over and over again, you just keep making the same mistakes. That's right. And it's not just on the business. It's both business and personal side. Um, I know personally, I just got done writing my uh, our family goals for Autumn and I, my wife. We um, do a you know goal each year to see what we accomplished last year and what we didn't accomplish. And it's you know everybody, it's reflecting on what went right, like you just mentioned, and what maybe didn't go so right. Because the things that you that go wrong, those were probably your biggest teaching blocks. Because if you don't understand why they went wrong, you're gonna again, like you said, keep doing the same thing over and over. Right, and you know, so it's it's the same way with finances. The same way with you know, really every aspect of our lives. You said it's a holistic, that's the whole idea of a holistic wealth management, that it's not just about your money. Mm-hmm. You know, what is all the money in the world if you don't have your health? You know, so on today's show, we're going to talk about those very things and break this down by looking at things, you know, the mental, emotional, spiritual, the physical aspect, and then look at the fiscal as well. Because, you know, there's basically three pies, three pieces in a pie. Yep. And, uh, you know, I've been teaching the courses over at uh, UC and also UD and the OLLI program. For what, a couple of years now? What, two, two and a half years? You know, I've kind of lost track, but I think it's about two and a half years at UC and maybe uh, two years. Maybe I'm in my second, my spring session here at UD mm-hmm. that's coming up. And I do a program up there called Savvy Wealth Management Made Simple, and that's part of the curriculum. There's eight chapters and uh, some of what we'll cover today, not obviously in the depth that yeah. we do over eight weeks, <laughs> eight weeks or, you know, however long it was, two hours, a, you know, a class. Yeah. And, you know, I really enjoy that class, but uh, we really dig down on that and looking at how these things all fit together and, and make sure they do fit together. Yep. You know, they're coordinated. Because everybody's retirement 
and everybody's goals, everybody's visions, they're going to be different. Brother and sister could have two different outlooks of what they want to accomplish with their life or with their estate or with their, with their money. So your strategy, your plan has got to be different than everybody else's, and it should it's be different. Kind of like a snowflake. It's like a, a fingerprint. It's unique to your situation. So, you know, when we look at that, again, that end-to-end process, people say, well, what is a holistic wealth management approach? Uh, more often we see that, and I've seen this now, I can't believe this, I'm entering my 32nd year of doing this. Yep. doesn't seem like, it just seems like, you know, two yesterdays, I can't say yesterday, just a couple of yesterdays ago that I got started in this business and still love it, still passionate about it, love coming to work every day, I love doing what we do for the people that we do it for, and the challenge is, is making sure that all those pieces, like I look at that first piece, you know, the four pillars we call it, you know, investing, taxes, insurance, and, and estate planning. And the first one is, you know, either either fee-based or commission, whatever works best for the client. Yep. The insurance, or I'm sorry, yeah, well, the insurance is both, um, you know, every form of insurance, whether it's life insurance, health insurance, disability, car insurance, home insurance, property, make sure you're properly covered for what your asset's worth. And I think about taxes and tax efficiency, you know, planning, tax planning is optional. And now is the time to be doing that. You know, there's some things obviously that cut off on the calendar, but, you know, planning preparation is mandatory. Yep. Estate planning, that's the last pillar. Um, you know, you've, you've lived your life, you've saved your money, you've grown your assets. Um, the last thing you want to see happen is watch your estate get passed on to somebody other than your loved ones, whether that's um, the hospitals, attorneys, courts. You know, make sure your estate is in order for when that day does come. A lot of people line it up to take it. We have both estate planning attorneys and elder law attorneys. That we partner with as well that are separate but unrelated companies. They're standalone providers, but um, we found a good working relationship yep. with them. So, you know, let's just jump into this topic because I know we're going to – we always – never seems like we have enough time to cover everything we want to cover. No, one of the things before we get started, though, like Rick just mentioned, you know, we're going to scratch the surface. Make sure you visit our website, straighttalkcleardecisions.com. Look at the free offers and the free white papers that we have. Go to our Facebook page, Rick Saylor Financial. Like us, follow us, and we're also on Twitter, at Retirement. So uh, make sure you get on there and, you know – follow and take advantage of what we're here to offer for you. And as always, today's show is our opinion. You know, we're we're a separate and unrelated company from National Planning Corporation, our broker-dealer, but we're both registered investment advisors as well as under a broker-dealer relationship. Um, and the things, if there's information we're providing, it's going to be for illustrative purposes. You know, we're educational here. Don't take this as advice. And certainly always, always seek qualified financial, legal, tax advice, real estate professionals, you know, whatever professional you need to, to, to be considering your situation. Um, and some of the statements we may make today may be forward looking, Yep. you know, there's nobody has a crystal ball that we'd like to, if everybody's got a, you know, a good price on one of those, we'd like to get one. Yeah. Well, we'll take you up on it. <laughs> make our job a lot easier, wouldn't it? <laughs> so, uh, let's kind of jump into the show here. Rick. I think about, you know, this mental emotional part, you know, that's, um, there's a group we encountered several years ago and um, lifescapes who who really talk about this is this is a big impact. Mm-hmm. You know, when people start to move into retirement, uh, this is one of the major things that happens as a major occurrence in life. And um, you know, making sure that we're mentally and emotionally ready and prepared because you think about this as you move into retirement. If this is going to be your year, just recently you did, you're already experiencing this. You know, you start to think, hey, I'm going to be seeing my spouse now, pretty much 
seven days a week and 24 hours a day minus the time I sleep. And sometimes this is certainly a hurdle and an adjustment. And going from a full-on position of, hey, I've got a vocation and all the aspects that I, I draw from that, you know, the social uh, aspect, the, you know, I'm interacting with people in a certain way. Uh, my, my sense of well-being and my contribution to this particular company or my profession and society as a whole, as a whole and at large. And those are big, big factors with the Puritan work ethic that predominantly you know, predominates our, our society and our culture. And Rick, I know you, you, you touched on the, the psychology part of it. I know you're a big reader. I, I try, I'm trying to become a good reader and a big reader, but one of the books I have actually read, I forget the name of it. It was written by a psychologist and it was about the transition from a working career to retirement life. And the main issue that they keep coming across is when you're working, um, you're constantly multitasking, whether you're talking with you know, your colleagues sitting next to you, you're talking on the phone and emailing at the same time, or you're writing something, you're constantly multitasking, your brain's going every, every which direction. And, you know, we've done that for a lot of us, you know, 30 to 40 years. So we, for the most part, we have rewired how our brain works. Once you go to retirement, your multitasking comes to a halt. I'm not saying it stops, but you're not constantly doing all those things. So now you have to retrain your brain. Or you may, or you may even be shifting that. Like I know we've heard that a lot from the most successful retirees um, who have reached financial independence, and really that's what retirement is. Mm-hmm. And I think that may change, you know, with with uh, you know the baby boomers. But the idea that they say, how many times have we heard this? That I have no idea how I found time to work. Yeah. Now maybe it's not that. They don't have that edge because you don't have that necessity, you know. Like we here, we are in uh, southwestern Ohio, and yeah, it's it's we're getting the cold temperatures now. I think we're in single digits today, or in the teens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we got the same sunshine. We were just talking to our technician Brad, and he's out in Arizona, and uh, they've got a, a a balmy seventy-seven in sunshine, and he's complaining about the sunshine because he sees so much of it. Well, you know, we're kind of we need the sunshine here. <laughs> You know, in, in Ohio, if we get the, the gray, drab days, you know, they go days on end, that's where we start to kind of struggle. But we uh, we love to see the sun here. And I used to say, hey, I don't mind what the temperature is, but, you know, if you get too much of this yep. after a while. But it's, it's, we get that as predictable. So, you know, like the weather, you know, these, these things change and, you know, your life is changing like seasons in your life. Yep. And as you move out of this into the, you know, as folks are moving out of the, what I want to say, the fall, moving into the fall of their lives. Um, in the last segment, it, you know, it was winter. And, uh, you know, but that's that's kind of the process. Yep. That's and, a cycle of life. And the people who can take that change, they're going to enjoy life like our clients. They love it. Like you just mentioned, they didn't know how they had time to work. It is a change, though. So you have to prepare yourself. You can't wake up one morning and say, oh, guess what? Today's the day I'm retiring and you haven't done any planning or any or any, you know, preparation for because it, it is a day, it is a big change and it can be the best change of your life. Well, and you think about that, Doug. You just you hit on a key point there, preparing. You know, you lay that out. That, here's the here's the beauty of this is that to our listeners, this is not the first time that somebody's been through this. Yes, it's unique. Your situation's unique. But the general aspects of this uh, have been experienced by other people. And, and just like anything in life, some people more successfully in these transitions than others. And, and we are creatures of habit. I know I, I fight against myself personally when I've got change, but I know sometimes my greatest 
places of growth in my life are when change. That's where the challenges come from. And we are stronger. What they, what some wise sage said, what doesn't kill me. It makes me stronger. Only makes me better and stronger. So, you know, as, as we transition through these, I think that's a great aspect. And we have some resources that you could tap into, some questionnaires that uh, we can provide um, through this group to help you work through the the mental, emotional aspects of this. Now, spiritually, you know, that's a personal thing. But, you know, I I look at that as a key aspect. And, and spirituality is, is, for everybody, is a personal uh, is a personal thing, but you know how that we are tapped into in improving ourselves, you know, on that level because you know, in our opinion, you know, we are our mental, spiritual, and physical beings. You know, again, if we're not paying attention to all the aspects of this, you know, this isn't going to work well together. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, the goals that we set. Now, you just mentioned something at the at the beginning of the show that you and uh, Autumn have done, which I greatly admire, that written goals, people who write down their goals, you know, more often achieve those. And I've my mentors have said, you know, repeat those every day. Repeat them as, as you identify them in the different areas, yep. you know, of financial and uh, physical and spiritual and community and professional. Uh, if I just hit the highlights and and write those in the present tense, you know, write those as though they've already happened. And then you repeat those every day. If you see them every day and you, I post those on my mirror and what I found, and I've gotten away from this cause you know, it works. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what we do. So <laughs> it's amazing when I've gone back and looked at, you know, the things where I was at in a, in a major transition of my life, having gone through a divorce um, and then starting over essentially, you know, 13 years ago or so. And um, I look at that w- where my life is trans uh, transformed really is the word mm-hmm. from that place. And I look back and those things that I wrote actually, they came into fruition mm-hmm. because there's something in the way that our mind processes, you know, saying things in the present tense, because it's like that dream when you have a dream and your, our minds are amazing things, and we will become what we think about most of the time. Now, my mentor who taught me that, Brian Tracy, and you can, you can Google that, and great guy, great guy, I love his works, uh, said that every 20-year-old male then should become a female, because <laughs> that's what they think about, right? <laughs> um, so, you know, that being put aside, you know, the process of, of almost in essence, programming your mind to success because when you're not thinking about it subconsciously, there's much more time and much more actions taking place and you find yourself subliminally or subconsciously doing these actions and doing things that are helping you achieve goals. And you keep measuring it, you keep monitoring it, and then you look back and, and, you know, here's the thing with a goal. And one of the best books ever written on this subject is called Goals by Brian Tracy. I have an autographed copy that I covet. And it's one of the best books I've ever read on that subject. And that was his goal was to uh, to write the book that would end it all. Well, one of the things that I know that he said about that is, you know, whatever it is, whatever you set your goal out in those areas, take one step right now and start the inertia moving forward. Because that process helps it perpetuate itself. And again, revisiting it on a regular basis, if it's every day and it's up on your mirror, then that's a powerful thing. Um, but again, reinforcing it, 
And then as your goals, and what the heck, if you don't reach your goal in some specific time, which everybody's heard the, what the smart analogy, that a goal needs to be specific, it needs to be measurable. You know, don't be general in your goals because you won't achieve them and write them down, again, as you said. Um, you know, they need to be um, achievable. They need to be realistic because if you put something out too far, your mind knows it instantly. So you have to put it in an attainable an attainable range. Uh, I mean, challenge yourselves, but don't be so far out there that you automatically listen to your thoughts. If your brain starts clicking out and going, oh, wait, that's way out there, you, it won't happen. You're setting yourself up for failure. Um, what is the R part? I've done this a hundred times, a thousand times. Um, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we'll come back to that. And then, you know, the T is time sensitive. So, you know, that's why goals should be in that acronym of SMART. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, that idea that you make that, you write it, and it doesn't matter whatever, the, the emotional, the spiritual, every area that you're looking at. So let's look at the, the last one here, the, the, the physical. You know, this is probably the time of year that... Um, Go buy a gym stock. That's right. Because <laughs> <laughs> everybody's buying gym equipment. <laughs> filling up their house and then wait till the spring or the summer when the garage sales come out. And if you want to plan ahead and buy them on sale, and I, I hope that's not the case. But we know that that happens every year. It kind of reminds me of the guy who said, yeah, you know, I bought a gym membership last year and said, I haven't lost any weight. I guess you got to show up. <laughs> that's how it works. So, so I got to think that's one of those things you got to take that first act. Um, or the guy who said, you know, hey, I'm, I don't like exercise. It makes the ice jump right out of my glass. <laughs> You know, so you got to you got to set your goals and look and, and again be reasonable with them, um, and and keep them in line. You know, keep them in line and constantly be you know ratcheting up when you achieve that and maybe you achieve it sooner. You know, move it up, keep moving it forward. But again, I think those areas of, of starting out with the, those aspects is a great way just in life in general, but certainly applies to. The, I know that me personally, you know, they say with the demographics that when we reach our 50s, we start paring down our debt, we start saving more for retirement, we spend more on health care. Well, I also know that I have to pay much more closer attention to working out and eating a little better every day and improving that. I do pay a lot of attention to it, but I mean, it's not perfect. I'm, I'm, never, I'm never an extreme guy. No. You know, I'm not going to be a person that's going to be, uh, what I want to say, completely insane austere. I don't know what the, <laughs> what the word is there. But hey, be sure and visit our uh, our website, Straight Talk Clear Decisions. We have, you know, in this idea of improving ourselves, we have a virtual financial library online online there. And not just us, but from our partners. Yep. White papers, our past e-newsletter. You can sign up for our e-newsletter. Uh, you get a view from me that I write every week. Uh, a lot of other information. We get, you know, you'll see any uh, reports that come out on the on the market side of it. You'll see our schedule of events. We do a lot of talking, not just every Friday on the radio show. We do a lot of speaking at universities, at different places, you know, more in in town. Um, but you'll see what the topic is, where we're at. You'll see a recipe of the week. You'll see a golf tip of the week. You'll see a health tip of the week and a green tip. So every week it comes out to you once a week. You can sign up for it straight you know, right on our website at straighttalkcleardecisions.com. And we have our educational schedule on there, you know, upcoming events and, and those type of things. And so in the next part of our show, of course, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, we're on that 
Our Twitter is at Rick Tirement, yep. and that's R I K T I R E M E N T. Little play on the on the on the fun. Um, so uh, fish has just fed me as the R results. Um, you know, I think it might be that sound if, if it fits. You know, and smart uh, with your goals. Uh, we'll have to go back on the break and take a look at that. But coming up in the next part of our show, we're going to move on into the next segment of creating and or updating a financial plan and planning to reduce your taxes. I don't know anybody uh, who wants to pay more taxes. And if you do, just uh, raise your hand. Oh, wait a minute. We can't see you. <laughs> but uh, send us an email there if you've got a question or comment on the show. And you can do that at info at Straight Talk Clear Decisions. And we can answer or address that in the, the last segment of our show. Yep. So uh, we're going to be coming back in the next part here and addressing that as well as some other lovely items at the beginning of the year. And uh, looking forward to my beloved Buckeyes, the OSU Buckeyes, uh, going into the national championship on Monday. And that's uh, we can talk some more about that as well. <laughs> Well, we are, uh, you're listening to the Straight Talk Clear Decisions radio show with your hosts, Rick and Eric. Rick Sailor, smooth financial sailing for the best part of your life. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Money is Hey, what about estate planning? An up-to-date will guarantees you're going to go through probate, and without, well, don't worry about it, the government will decide for you. The three enemies to an estate today are number one, the federal inheritance tax, two, probate, and number three, income tax. So your choices here are you can give all your money away. That might not be any fun. You may need it. Or you can create a trust to hold those assets. And remember, you don't have to own the assets to enjoy the benefits. So a revocable living trust can help avoid the expenses and costly delays of probate, and along with a living will, power of attorney, durable health care power of attorney. So be sure and ask about our attorney partners today for a free consultation. Rick Sailor, smooth financial sailing for the best part of your life. Money is an awesome thing if you know how to handle it, the joy it brings. Hey, have you heard about the new long-term care alternatives? Many of you may know how I managed my mother's care, and I took her through her money in the spend-down, into the veterans' benefits. My father was a two-time Korean War vet, and right into the Medicaid. She started out at $2,700 a month in assisted living, and at the end of her life, two years later, it was over 8000 The three concerns I hear the most about long-term care insurance protection is that it's expensive, the premiums are rising, and I may never use it. Well, why don't you try what I did? I bought a life insurance long-term care. They can't cancel me. The premiums can never go up. And, oh, yeah, I can spend that death benefit before I die if I'm critically, chronically, or terminally ill. Be sure and ask your advisor today. Rick Sailor, smooth financial sailing for the best part of your life. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Money is an awesome thing if you know how to handle it, the joy it brings. Well, you're listening to the Straight Talk Clear Decisions Radio Show with your host, Rick Saylor. And Eric Hamburg. 
Well, let's continue on, Eric, in this, um, you know, this reflection back in 2014, looking at our successes and our failures, you know, evaluating this from, it's a great time of year in January. We all do this. You know, the question is how many of us really move forward? You know, what kind of, it's, it's a measurement of progress. Um, you know, and, and on the break, we did uh, results-oriented is, is smart. So thanks for that, uh, that feed, Fish. Uh, it is results-oriented, and that just simply means, you know, in the specific, measurable, achievable results is, is measuring your success. Um, and in time-sensitive, if you just say, hey, well, I'm going to achieve that sometime in my life. So I think that's a great, um, a great, just not just an acronym, but a way to apply that. You know, and, and make sure that you're making progress. Are we, I want to be better today than I was yesterday. Yep. And, I, and from one of my mentors, uh, I heard this as well, is that I don't want today to be my best day. My best day is still coming. It's inspiring, isn't it? It is. You always got to look to the future. <laughs> yeah, so as we look at all those areas, again, mostly spiritually, physically, let's move into the financial part of this. Uh, and as we apply this, you know, into the financial world. So I think about, you know, creating and or updating a financial plan. Now, some of us have either never done this. And again, this is that specific part. This is where you sit down things that you want your money to do. You know, so I think about the inputs that go into a financial plan. You know, it is the, the budget. It's the inflow, outflow of money. Now, some people don't ever actually make budgets. I've, I've always had a hard time with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know looking at the inflows and outflows, you can track on these programs. You know, Quicken, QuickBooks, you know, whatever. You can see how the cash flows. But I think that's imperative to see what your behavior is. It's especially from when you're you, when you're transitioning from a working career to a you know a retirement career because the income the income is going to be coming from different sources and you better make sure going from a paycheck to a playcheck, aren't you? That's exactly. And I think what that's you're where doing. some of those anxieties are associated because your margin of error now has shrunk. That's correct. Now again, defining what's your what's your goal of retirement look like? So um, again, back to the components here: the the budget, the inflows, outflows. Uh, the current portfolio that somebody holds, you know, is it going to perform, you know, based on your expectations of what you need? Um, I think about the, the that's, that's important. Let's go, let me stop for a second. You just said, you know, look at your portfolio and what you need. So you don't necessarily have to make all the money that the market's making. If your goal is to drive and to generate income, you know, in a good market or bad market, your portfolio has to be set up correctly. So understanding what you want to do with your money, what you want your money to do, not just, you know, go up and down when the stock market goes up and down. You know, figure out what that goal is. If it's income, great. If it's to pass it on to to your kids or your beneficiaries or to charities, you got to make sure it's invested the right way. So that's one of the most important parts I see on the plan and the investment purpose is what's your purpose for your money? Why do you have it? What's it there for? That's a very good point because when we actually do the, the – get all the components into a financial plan, when I think, again, the, the inflows, the outflows, your personal portfolio, your vision values and goals is the third part. And then it's tested against inflation, taxes, and, and volatility in the market over the last 30 years. You know, like 10,000 combinations is what our portfolio does or our program does. And I think about that and I say, you know, what that tells a person – is it begins with the end in mind. So it says, okay, I'm a, if I live to this age, I don't want to run out of money before I run out of life. Yep. 
right? The only way that we can test that is to simulate it inside there in a dynamic and integrated program, which means your feeds are coming in there, they're, they're linked up, um, and they're dynamic in that they keep making adjustments. So it's like we like, we like to call it financial GPS. But what you were identifying right there, knowing what your number is, what is the rate of return on a risk-adjusted basis? So know the amount. There's two sides to every coin, right? There what is. happens when the market goes up and what happens when it goes down? And just because – how many times do we hear this, Eric? Well, you know, the S&P did, you know, what it just got out of single digits this year. Mm-hmm. You know, 11 or 12 percent, whatever it was. It wasn't uh, stupendous. I think the Dow came in at 7 and I think the Russell and a couple other indexes were down on the lower end of the spectrum at three or four. And my actual recommendation, or when I say prediction, was going to be a single-digit year. And now and people a lot smarter than us are calling with this slow-growth kind of economy that we're probably going to see in stocks maybe a 5 to 7% kind of range you know, in domestic U.S. stocks. Well, somebody says, well, the S&P did 11, and, and my portfolio only did you know, six. Well, the question is, how do you profile risk-wise? Yep. You got to know where are you going to lose sleep? And we use a, 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 a really unique and dynamic test that, that assesses that. It's one of the greatest innovations I've seen. It's just come about in the last couple of years because everything else I've done in the first 30 years of my career was all cranial. It was all, hey, well, would you choose in this market, would you choose, you know, Bonds in a corporation, corporate bonds, would you choose U.S. Treasury? Would you choose stocks of large companies or small companies? <laughs> you know, people go, well, I don't know. That's why I'm hiring you. Mm-hmm. And yet, those are the, what I'm going to say, the uh, CYA components of our industry that we need to profile, you know, what you think about your money, but knowing how somebody feels about their money and then making sure that when the market does crazy things, which it Typically does. Mm-hmm. That's one thing we can guarantee. It will. Something will happen. Yeah, it's if the market's <laughs> going to go up and the market's going to go down. You know, it's just a com- a component there of understanding what your goals are, so then you can keep your eye on the goal and not sell on the fear. Base base your decisions in facts. And sometimes you got to cut your losers. You got to cut your losses because mm-hmm. something's happened that we didn't account for. We have to look at all the unknowns, which is what people hire us to do. But again, understanding in, a, in the basic tenets of a financial plan, this is part of what that covers. Yep. And I know we pay, what do we pay, $10,000 for our program and access to it. And if we could get that for free, we certain, certainly wouldn't be paying $10,000 for it. You know, but because uh, it does so many more things than what typical free calculators do. Yep. Um, so again, writing one, now if you haven't done one, this is just eye-opening. If you haven't revisited that, I know we, we look at these on a regular basis for our clients. So every time, uh, depending on the level of the client, if we're seeing them once a year, twice a year, three times or four times a year or whenever they want to be seen, we bring that up and say, yeah, you're on track. Again, it's dynamics. It's integrated. It's giving us feeds. Or no, you're off track. Mm-hmm. We need to go and look at this and reassess this. And really, without a, with a, without a financial GPS like this, I, I don't know how people – I guess they just hope they're going to get there. Yeah, they and just it, hope it's going to work out. That's right. And it's also looking at, you know, if you're on track or off track, but it's also what has changed in your life. If you're moving from, um, you know, 
from a working career to retirement, now we got to figure out how to generate income from your portfolio. Or let's say maybe you're looking at, you know, deciding how to gift away your money to your kids or your grandkids without paying a, you know, without leaving them a nice tax bill. So, I mean, there's different things that are going to change in your life and you got to make sure that your plan has, is changing with it. Something that you created 10 years ago probably is going to work out 30 years from now. So you got to make sure everything's constantly being updated with what you want to accomplish for you and your family, not because your brother or sister wants to accomplish it. It's just it. like you and Autumn wisely sat down and wrote those goals out. Maybe this is a good idea and exercise. Sit down now and write out what you want to happen. Maybe somebody's been bad and over the holidays, hopefully they didn't get disinherited. But if they did, you know, and you say, hey, they can't handle money, then maybe you ought to be thinking about some special trust and things that can guide those legacies after you're gone. So it does, one of the worst things I've thought we can do is just dump this wealth onto somebody, and, and we've seen it run people's lives. Yep. But when I look inside again, writing these goals out, being very specific, and then looking at your plan now with competent financial people and estate planning and tax people and everything else and say, does this, what I want, is this plan with track I'm on right now going to help me accomplish that or is it not? Yep. Um, so I think that's, again, and that's something that has to be gone on an ongoing basis, but start the journey of a thousand miles begins with the first step. Yep. Begin where you can and writing out your goals. And again, that's why we like this end to end process, you know, because it's important how these all, all fit together. So let's touch on this next topic because here we are, April 15th, right around the corner. It is. You know, and some of the things, we're not tax specialists. It's not our area. We partner with CPAs and professionals that do that because that's their area of expertise. And I don't know that, that it has been more complicated. It gets more complicated even when they say, hey, we're simplifying it. It gets more complex. <laughs> you know, so we've got, I've heard from, you know, our, some of our meetings we've had, with some of our friends and colleagues that say, you know, here you got the Obamacare thing or the Affordable Care Act provisions coming in. You've got uh, so many other aspects. The Medicare, we have our, our Medicare partner and talks about the complexities with that. And then you've got all these rules being applied to employers because of the Affordable Care Act and who gets uh, what. And then you've got the surcharge tax on Medicare and depending on where people's incomes are and you know, on investments. And I mean, there's a plethora of things. And we will be doing classes on that, you know, before tax time. But again, let's, let's break this down because that's really preparation. And some of the damage, it's the report, we're just waiting for the report to catch up. That's really what the filing of taxes are. Yep. So the question is, is once that's assessed, then you say, okay, I stepped on some landmines last what? year. You got to understand why you stepped on that landmine, and if it's, if you caught it soon enough, maybe you can go back and amend that return and, and fix it. Possibly. But if you can't, you got to understand why you did it, and you know, don't do it again. What do I got to do now in order to not step on that same landmine? And that's the whole thing about the planning portion of taxes. Taxes are inevitable. We know two things for certain: death and taxes. We can plan around the taxes. We can make it more efficient. Can't hide taxes, but you can make it more efficient to make sure your money lasts longer. But only way you're going to be able to do that is if you're constantly working and keeping up with the tax code. Tax code is going to change. It's going to, like you mentioned, and that's a full time job, just like financial planning, which is why we don't try to do it. And we have people advise us and, and help work with our clients to help us do that. But again, we strongly encourage that because you know the planning is optional. And uh, you know what they say, the definition for insanity is doing the same things over and over and same 
expect results. different results. <laughs> so, you know, I have, I have yet to meet the person who says, yeah, I volunteer to pay more taxes. I want to. And by the way, if you want to, the Treasury will accept any and all contributions. And I find this interesting in the political spectrum. We're independent, so we're in the green group. It's not red or blue. It's If it's good for the folks, you can verify it to me and it makes sense. We're all for it. Well, I have yet to find the person who actual in practice will say, yeah, I want to pay more taxes. Well, you can do that. You know, though they tend to say, okay, well, here, let's do this to society at large. But then you find them to be the very violators of the rules, either not paying their taxes at all, which, you know, falls in the category of hypocrisy, which I find, uh, you know, very disingenuine. <laughs> but uh, everybody else should pay more tax. Hey, let's and, and we go like, hey, OK, let's all pay more taxes. You go first. <laughs> no, you go first. Yeah. So, uh, again, you know, it, it takes it takes some effort. And the more. We're the most blessed nation on the face of the earth and the more successful that we are, uh, you know, the more this becomes part of the planning process. Uh, and certainly. Again, finding out, okay, going forward, now I made some mistakes last year. What can I do? And you know, it's not that simple. Just because I've got a, a tax planning or preparation um, plan in place, well, now the rules changed. You know, so those are the, th it's an ongoing dynamic that it's never ending. I don't know that it's ever going to end because, uh, you know, we've heard these proposals, let's do a flat tax. Do you realize the number of, of people that would lose jobs over that? I mean, there's there's just the people who print the darn rules to begin with. Mm -hmm. I mean, they 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 have a need for their existence, you know. And and right now, I got to say, we've heard some of these things have not been ironed down. You know, there's they can't even print the books because they don't even know what the rules are in some things. That's right. If you, if you look at the taxes, though, one thing before we go to break here, you know, people always want to compare, you know, this generation to this generation, or my parents to me. And if you look at call it the baby boom generation. They've always been told, you know, put away more because when you retire, your income will be less and taxes will be less. So guess what? Those baby boomers, it kind of worked out perfectly. They deferred all their taxes and their 401ks and their, you know, and their employer plans. Now when they're retired, the tax code's lower. They have less income, so they pay less in taxes. The problem and the thing that we see in the future is taxes, we don't see how they're going to get any cheaper. And if you, if your if your income well, drops, on the other side of that, Eric, and we've talked about this. Who's going to pay for all those wonderful services? That's right. Now you got ninety two again demographics. You got ninety two million baby boomers, and I we broaden that category. Uh, the people born between nineteen thirty two and nineteen sixty four. Well, think of that like a train. The engines turn in eighty one. This year eighty three, and the cabooses turn in fifty one. So as they move into retirement and and your next generation has 80 million, but they're not in their peak spending. We're kind of in a, in a drop off here, you know? So if we think that tax, I don't think anybody thinks taxes are going down. We were a little surprised, pleasantly surprised, mm -hmm. a little shocked that they said, here, we're going to make these tax reductions permanent yep. from the George W. Bush era. Well, wait a minute. How are you going to pay for all this? <laughs> they got social security. You got 10,000 baby boomers turning 65 for the next 17, 18 years. Yeah. That ain't going to change. No. And healthcare expenses and everything else, which can propose, you know, some potential opportunities. There's opportunities and perils in every market. But as we look at that again from a tax planning standpoint, it's going to be. And different. if you and I think where you were heading there, if you put all your money in one proverbial tax basket yep. bucket, 
right? You're all tax deferred. Uh oh. You're hoping and gambling on one decision only. Tax deferred, tax free, and uh, taxable. And taxable. So you need all three of those in in harvest losses and give away, you know, uh, losers. Yeah, you know, kind of thing, and in, in your in your estate planning and gifting. I think the short of it is our retirement going forward is going to be different than our parents' retirement, and you have you can't do the same thing your parents did if you want to succeed today. The rules are changing. Well, we're going to continue on in the next part of our show and focus on making sure you've got risk protection here. What we call auditing your insurance. Get a get an insurance checkup. Uh, kind of thing. We'll look at the components of that in the areas and then looking at managing your written estate plan yep. with the rules that have changed with that. So uh, if you've got a question, send it to us at info at straighttalkcleardecisions.com and uh, join us in the next segment of the show. You're listening to the Straight Talk Clear Decisions radio show with your hosts, Rick and Eric. America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Money is an awesome thing if you know how to handle it, the joy it brings. Hey, have you heard about the new long-term care alternatives? Many of you may know how I managed my mother's care, and I took her through her money in the spend-down into the veterans' benefits. My father was a two-time Korean War vet and right into the Medicaid. She started out at $2,700 a month in assisted living, and at the end of her life, two years later, it was over 8000 The three concerns I hear the most about long-term care insurance protection is that it's expensive, the premiums are rising, and I may never use it. Well, why don't you try what I did? I bought a life insurance long-term care. They can't cancel me. The premiums can never go up. And, oh, yeah, I can spend that death benefit before I die if I'm critically, chronically, or terminally ill. Be sure and ask your advisor today. Rick Saylor, smooth financial sailing for the best part of your life. Money is an awesome thing if you know how to handle it, the joy it brings. Hey, what about estate planning? An up-to-date will guarantees you're going to go through probate. And without, well, don't worry about it. The government will decide for you. The three enemies to an estate today are, number one, the federal inheritance tax, two, probate, and number three, income tax. So your choices here are you can give all your money away. That might not be any fun. You may need it. Or you can create a trust to hold those assets. And remember, you don't have to own the assets to enjoy the benefits. So a revocable living trust can help avoid the expenses and costly delays of probate, and along with a living will, power of attorney, durable health care power of attorney. So be sure and ask about our attorney partners today for a free consultation. Rick Saylor, smooth financial sailing for the best part of your life. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. Money is an awesome thing if you know how to handle it, the joy it brings. Well, you're listening to the Straight Talk Clear Decisions Radio Show here with your hosts, Rick and Eric. And uh, it is Friday, it the is. second Friday of the new year. And here we are uh, back in the saddle, as they say. And and addressing the issues that uh, I think are challenges to 
you know, not just our, our clients, but really society at large, mm-hmm. you know, looking at all these aspects of uh, uh, NGA where we set all these wondrous goals and how do we really achieve those? How do we, how do we, how do we make progress this year over the previous years and um, making ourselves, I think we all want to do that, you know, and I think it's learning from the people. That's one of the greatest gifts I've, I think we've had in this business is we learn from so many of you, you know, because we're in a position where, you know, I feel like so many of my clients are either uh, they're of a sibling kind of age for me, an older sibling or a parent or a grandparent, you know, and I take that all in and listen to the successes and the failures and try not to make those same you know, same mistakes. Yeah, it's, and you know, it's looking at the failures and it's why. It's not, you know, failures are good. It's it's a stepping a stepping stone. It's understanding why it failed, not necessarily just, you know, it failed. I'm never going to do that again. Because if that's the case, if you bought a stock and you have stock lost money, you're you're going to tell yourself you're never going to invest again. It's understanding why it lost money to make sure going forward you don't make that same mistake on that next investment. That's right. And so, uh, you know, we continue to do that as well, and you can get some of our insight and this uh, from many of the sources that we draw this from as well. You can uh, get an absolute free subscription to our e-newsletter at you go to straighttalkcleardecisions.com. I think on the left there, you can fill that out. We have a plethora a virtual library of, of financial papers and, and white papers and articles, you know, that we, uh, we give away. There's absolutely no cost or obligation to those. We have past shows, you know, we video, our shows, as well as these come up on iTunes and podcasts. And um, so you, you get that. That's there for the asking. All you got to do is go on, and, and I think it takes about a week. Yep. Yeah, they, they post up there in, in a week. So if there's something, hey, I heard a good show, and I want to pass it on to a friend. And we would love it if you would share us. I mean, we're on LinkedIn. We're on Facebook. Like us. You see our uh, what they call an e-card. It's got all our information, and it'll have who our guest is or what our topic's going to be, and share that out to people. Yep. And if you see one of the, you know, if you're looking at it, you you, under, you see well, this is going to be a cool show next week. Get on or You can actually send us an email live on the show at info at straight talk clear decisions. So if you got a question, shoot us an email, and we'll answer it in the last segment of the show and make sure you're um, we've taken care of you. Speaking in the last segment, that's where we are. That's it. And we have only a couple minutes, it seems like, every day, every time. So as we jump into this last part, we've talked about, again, uh, encapsulating this, the mental, emotional, the spiritual, the fiscal or physical goals, and then the fiscal. So we started by in the fiscal part of looking at uh, creating a, you know, a financial plan or updating one. You know, and using a program that uh, doesn't make sense for a lot of you to do this because it's, you know, it's the, the, the really good programs are expensive, and we can do it because it's what we do for a living. But you want a program, in our opinion, that's integrated and dynamic that's going to give you upgraded feeds and be able to, to adjust for some of these specifics. Like when we talk to people, they're selling a business and how passive income is going to turn into, or, uh, you know, active income is going to turn into passive income and those types of things. And you need to be able to quantify that. Um, and, and inside of the program also to rate or rank, you know, the, the what I want, not the strength, but the, the level of the goal. So in our program, if it says it's a 10, our program is going to move heaven and earth to make that happen. If you say, hey, you know, I want travel and I want it for this amount of time and I want a car, you know, my travel's seven. Well, that's, that's still pretty important. You say, hey, you know, I want to buy this car at such and such a date or, or whatever, um, you know, and that's a five. 
the the program should be ranking that, yep. you know, in 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 qualifying it. I should say because again, it's what's important to you and your retirement. It's if it, it's making sure it's on course and making and, sure and we dial all those in. So that's important. So the last one is looking at you know insurance and risk protection and estate planning. You know, you're written estate plan. So I think about insurance, Eric, and the thing that comes top of mind is, you know, so many affluent or well-to-do, you know, investors are getting these package deals or insurance and they're not getting the coverages they need and they may not be paying a fair price for it. Yep. And I think that's one of the key things that we help in quarterbacking that. We don't do a lot of this work, but again, we're licensed in a lot of it. There's just not enough hours. And we know it's insurance is very important in order to keep and protect your estate. So break that down for me. What are some of the areas that we come across in, in, in a general terms and we're, when we're meeting with people on a regular basis? You know, if it's a business owner, it's really making sure, number one, the business is protected. Number two, if there's multiple... And that's business liability insurance. Business liability or key man insurance. If there's a couple partners or a couple important people in the business, if something happened to one of them or one of them became disabled... they Or have died. To, or, pa- or passed away. They got to make sure that the business can still run. So you got to make sure... Each of you know your key employees are covered, so the company can continue. Um, there's life insurance. There's long-term care insurance. Um, so let's talk about long-term care for a second. So, you know, is this aging population? If you're not paying attention to this, you're asleep. Yep. I mean, there is a a mountainous wave that's going to hit the medical care community and system on a level unlike anything we've ever seen. And you know, like supply and demand, what's going to happen to the pricing? Yep. So. You know, I think about, and you've heard one of the ads probably, we were just listening to it earlier, where that I had managed my mother's care. And I saw her go from assisted living um, through the, and paying, self-paying, then going into, and of course getting Social Security, um, going into benefits because my dad was a two-time Korean War vet, and she got benefits because of that. And he would have potentially as well had he been alive. Um, and then right into the Medicaid spend down. So, I mean, you got to make a decision here in that regard, in simple terms, whether you're going to write a check for maybe you know, the biggest thing we hear about that. And again, we don't handle this, um, but it's like, you know, $5,000 a year or $5,000 a month. You pay. And then I was actually the price of some of the prices. I know my mom started about 2,400 and ended at over 8,000. And that's been over three years ago. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the prices of this are going down. So one of the big challenges we've seen specifically in that area is that policies are being dropped because the premiums are going up. Now, if we think for one minute that we're not going to see an increase in traditional long-term care premiums, again, and I'm not, I'm not arguing for or against this. I'm just saying there's new types of coverage. Know what you have and how it's going to cover you or not. And how it's going to function. You know, the longer you live, the higher the premiums, the more you pay into it. It's like any insurance. Now, there is a new type of insurance that is life insurance based. I won't, we don't have time today, but uh, if you're critically, chronically, or terminally ill, that it triggers a, a what they call accelerated benefits. And I know that the, the partner sold a million-dollar policy to me because it was the maximum time that would be issued. And if those happen, I can draw up to 24% of the face amount of the policy. Each year for four years. Yeah. And it's, so I'm buying it. I'm buying an accelerated death benefit. And um, I think about critical care. Well, you're, I'm an institution. So that's 24-7 care. It's going to be expensive. If I'm chronic or terminal, you know, I'm going to get that care at home. You can't change my life, mm-hmm. really. So you come to me. Those services, what, one-fifth the cost? Because it's not professional, uh, you know, high-level care 24-7. So, I mean, again, you can 
control that or you manage your risk. You don't control it. You manage it. And if you have an older long-term care policy, you know, take a look at it. See if you see if it covers in-home care. And if it doesn't, again, it's something to update and to see if the cost today is still going to be benefit, still going to be beneficial to you. And if you don't have somebody that can do that for you, we can refer you. Yep. Uh, I know they did that for me and I'm, I sleep better at night and I know that I've bought a bucket of money. And here's the, here's the thing I love about that. My leverage point on that, and everybody's just different because it's underwriting, you know, um, that has to, you have to qualify for it. But both from a mortality, a life base, as well as a morbidity, the fact that you may have a risk uh, or the possibility. And I know I think my break even is 60 or 70 years. In other words, I'm going to pay 60 to 70 years of premiums before I will pay in a million dollars because I know that's going to pay out. If I just die, it's going to pay a million dollars tax-free. And I jokingly say, pay attention here on, the, uh, on our e-newsletters because Kim will throw a heck of a party. I know she'll miss me, but, uh, you know, that'd be a lot of money there <laughs> and all at once. So, you know, long-term care is an aspect. I think of the property and casualty aspects. You know, I, I just met somebody, high net worth, and this happens on a regular basis, where they're not carrying the umbrella coverage. I carry, personally, I carry about a half a million you know, in, in liability coverages on, on my auto and my home. And, um, and I, I get this umbrella coverage, I think it gives me $2 million and it's a couple hundred, it's a few hundred bucks a, a year. It's ridiculous yeah, how can, cheap it is. It can take, you know, 40, 50 years to, you know, to grow your estate. It can take one accident to completely wipe it away. So, you know, that's kind of, we can't cover all that in that area uh, all in one segment. That could be an entire show, which we'll do, we'll do. in the future. And if you have a topic you want to send us, you'd like us to hear us talk something about, send it at info at straighttalkcleardecisions.com. And also visit the website, straighttalkcleardecisions.com. You know, call us at 513-454-9999. Or visit us on our, our Facebook page, Rick Saylor Financial, or on Twitter, at Retirement. And, you know, please ask for any of the free offers that we refer to and mention on the show. So the last one here, not the least is managing your written estate plan. How many times do we hear people say, yeah, I've got an estate plan, but I haven't written that down yet. Well, let me assure you, I don't care what state you're listening to. I know we're a national show. Your state has something called intestate laws, which means you died without a plan, so they have one for you. I have yet to see a state that somebody looks and says, yep, that's the way I would want it to go. So if you want to, what we've been told from the estate planning attorneys you know, is everybody a candidate for a trust? No. But the avoidance of probate in most cases we hear is desirable because it's just an erosion. Why pay, you know, roughly about 10% of your total estate value? So do the math. If it's a million dollars, that's $100,000 to do name changes from the deceased to the living. So I think a good place to start out is, again, begin with the end in mind. Where do you want this to go and who do you want to get it and in what manner? Now, the more detailed you get, you probably need to work with trust. And it's it's not, I don't know if there's such a thing as a simple trust, but I know this. I sleep a lot better knowing how that I've set up my estate plan. I've got LLCs that protect me from a liability standpoint, but on the estate side, it, it transfers into my revocable living trust. And I, the key is that I don't own these things when I die. So there's there's nothing to probate. There's a, uh, a revocable living trust, a pour-over will, a, um, a living will, a health care power, and a financial power of attorney are the basic estate planning components. 
And I'm using all those. Yep. And make sure it's updated, you know, within the last couple of years, because I want to say it was three or four years ago, there was a pretty big change to the estate law. So make sure your your trust, how it was written, is still intact today and still, you know, in code. Because, again, the one thing we can guarantee is it's it will change. change. Yeah. So keeping it, uh, keeping it in line, keeping it on track takes some effort. And I hope we've, uh, we've brought together some thought-provoking, intriguing ideas today. And please contact us. We're, uh, we're here as a resource. We want to be part of the solution, obviously. But again, with an end-to-end process and who we are, uh, we do both fee-based and commission. We have tax planning partners in preparation, insurance partners, and estate planning attorneys and elder law. Yep. So thanks for listening to our show. You know, we'll, we'll be glad to um, speak with you guys again next week. You know, same. Well, I'm looking forward to a great, great 2015. Yep. Might come out even better if the Buckeyes pull out a win on Monday. Hey, Monday the 12th, that's that. Uh, let's cross our fingers. And if you're in Oregon, um, I'm not really Don't cross not pulling for you. <laughs> All right. Well, you've been listening to the Straight Talk Clear Decisions radio show. We are your hosts, Rick Saylor and Eric Hamburg. again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the voice america business channel for more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest please visit voiceamericabusiness.com the voice america talk radio network is the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio visit voiceamerica.com the views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the voice america talk radio network its staff and management